Hi, I'm Dane, and I'm here with my good friend Adam. Hi. Welcome to Peeling Off the Bark, where every week Adam and I share a piece of music and discuss what the song means to us and how it has impacted our lives. Music is a great way to start conversations about things that usually get left unsaid. We hope that by having open and frank conversations on the podcast, we can encourage others to do the same. Hello, Dan. You alright? Hi, mate. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> For a second, I wasn't going to ask. I can't believe it's not it. that I, I didn't mean so... it. <laughs> well, you do already know from the conversation we've had earlier, so um, that's true. I won't. I won't. I'll save you the. I'll save you the answer. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, what song are you going to present to us this week, Dan? Um, so basically, the the premise for this. Um, so I'll, I'll I'll give you a bit of context first before I, I jump into the song straight away. Um, so I remember a long time ago. I believe you've heard this story before as well. Um, but I was outside of the Bridge Tavern with um, a friend, and uh, they basically introduced okay. us to Richard Dawson, um, and. I was like, to, for the, the, it, the pub, by the way, is in Newcastle. Um, and he was like, oh, I've got this, this amazing new song that you need to listen to. Like, you're going to love it. Um, so he like had his, his phone out. And bear in mind, it was like rotten weather. It wasn't like nice to be stood outside of the pub at all. Um, it's never good weather in Newcastle, to be fair. <laughs> that is a good point, <laughs> to be fair. Um, so we're like stood outside the pub and he's literally holding the phone up to me ear and playing um, the song Ogre um, from the album Peasant um, by Richard Dawson. And I was listening to it and he was like, the way he described it to us, he was like, it's uh, medieval folk rock uh, music. And I remember like listening to it and I was just like, what is this? I've, I've never heard anything quite like it. Um, I was a little bit blown away, to be honest. Um, I really loved it. And then that kind of sent us um, spiraling down the the journey of discovering Richard Dawson, what he's about and like his different um, musical endeavors, essentially. Um, so, so far, do you want to explain who Richard Dawson is for those? Because yeah, I know yeah. he is quite popular worldwide now, but I think a lot of people might not know who he is. Yeah, absolutely. I, w- I would guess. Um, so he is, I would say, like a, a folk musician. Um, I would still say he's kind of like underground is not necessarily well he's definitely not a household name um but he's from newcastle i believe um and he sings with like a a regional accent so his his voice really shines through in the sense that it's um he kind of enunciates the the kind of geordie dialect in his songs which is um if you're not used to it it can be quite uh, abrasive but it's also like a, a staple of, of his style of music. Even the guitars and everything are really abrasive in his songs and he lets notes ring out and sort of um, vibrate against and really smash the fretboard and things like that. And I love that. Um, but yeah, he, he sings kind of, um, I would say, folky, medieval style songs. Not just medieval influence, but um, that's a certain element of peasant anyway, that album. Um, how would you describe him if if you were trying to explain to, to someone who hadn't heard him before? Yeah, no, I think you. I think that's a solid solid description. Um, I don't know. I guess I, I, his vocals are worth mentioning. Like he has a very specific vocal style. Like um, obviously you've mentioned there that he, he sings in his accent. He sings in an abrasive way, but it's also like even I think 
even his like melodies and stuff are somewhat unconventional. And he does a lot of like acapella stuff as well, like not acapella, but like just literally songs where he's singing and there's no instruments. Yeah, um, he's he's not even trying to uh, to like make an instrument with his voice. In the sense of like in the background, like the old J song we did last week. Yeah, it's yeah. just like he's he's just straight up singing um, for like ten minutes. <laughs> and I, I love that it's almost like uh, poetry in a way, like spoken word in a sense. It kind of blends so many genres. Um, and yeah. even his guitar tuning, right? He, he doesn't necessarily have a standard tuning. Um, I believe he, he tunes to his like a custom tuning. It's not even like a conventional um, like dad guard or anything like that. Um, but you can get close to it when you try and play his music. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's really unique in that sense um, and quite bizarre. Uh, I know we've seen him live together and he's, it's a very bizarre experience. <laughs> <laughs> it really, really was. I think uh, you summed it up perfectly when we were talking about his other album, his new album the other day, sorry. Yeah. And you said, um, we, we realised the first track was a 41-minute track. <laughs> And you said, like, yeah, it doesn't surprise us for Richard Dawson or something of that ilk. Yeah. And, like, I think, like, the fact that someone could just put out a 41-minute random track where half of it's just, like, <laughs> it's noise. And uh, for us to be like, yeah, that's 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 on, that's on brand. <laughs> Very <laughs> much on brand. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously, at that time, I believe um, the, the guy that showed us the, the song... Um, we actually went to see uh, Richard Dawson's band, um, Henogled, and we went to a, a bar in Usburn for that. Um, and that was a, a really cool experience. Um, and it was also kind of around about that time that I was like starting to listen to Richard Dawson's other stuff as well. So like earlier albums other than just Peasant. Um, but it was also like away from the music. It was also a time um, where in my life, um, me my nana so my mom's mom um was really quite ill and she was um sort of in the latter stages of um like a terminal illness and at that point i mean there wasn't really a connection made there at that point in time um it wasn't until sort of um at the point she died that i really revisited the album the magic bridge um and from that album um, there was one particular song, which is the song that I would like to, to kind of delve into a little bit today, um, called Wooden Bag. Um, and I found that song to be really um, resonant with me and the situation. Um, so if you want, we can listen to the, the song. Um, and there's a particular video, actually, that I, I really love. It's like a live acoustic performance of the song um, that's really powerful. So we'll listen to that and then we'll talk a bit about it, if that's cool with you. Yeah, that sounds good, yeah. Spot on. What did you make of that then? Class. Class. Uh, you enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I loved it. Of course, uh, can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I've got you. Um... Of course, I've heard the song before. I remember you showing us it a while ago. Um, and I remember it stood out was for a number of reasons. Um, but yeah, to hear that performance, it's 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 special. Like, because, uh, I don't know, he's really going for it, isn't he? Like, he puts everything into it. I feel like from, like, you can almost hear, like, the anguish in his voice that it's, like, a really deeply personal song to him. Or at least... 
by his performance, it made it feel so personal and almost like he's just performing it for you kind of thing. Uh, you feel like you're in the room with him, the way that the, the video is shot as well. Um, it's so personal. 100%. And uh, yeah, I almost had us in tears. Like it's so like on the verge. It's so, um, yeah, it does feel for that exact reason. Like it feels very genuine. I think it's even in the lyrics and stuff it comes across. Like he doesn't, like when he's talking about the lad Brooks pens. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so specific and honest that like, it's not like he's trying to glam this story up in like a romantic way. It's it's quite literal. You would believe that is this person, hundred uh, percent, actually bought this bag in Geneva in nineteen thirty eight or whatever it was. Yeah, <laughs> it it literally and the reason that like I feel like I connected to it so much was like I thought of obviously after me me nana passed, I thought of me mom and me auntie the the went over to the house quite a few times to like kind of go through her things and her belongings and clear things out and there was often yeah and there was often times she would come back and she'd have like brought something that she didn't really want to throw away for whatever reason and it might look kind of a bit like tat or or whatever and oftentimes it was I suppose from my perspective but the the kind of small little things like that kind of you realize why people want to hang on to it for those like sentimental uh the, the sentimental value of it as well um and just thinking of me mom having to like go through and sift through like not just the the like material possessions but like bags and things like that that still have everyday kind of objects in them like the the pens the the used handkerchief like the contraceptive pill literally like all of those things like you could imagine in any person, any person's bag, right? That you could go through and for whatever reason that really kind of hit home with us. Um, and it made the song yeah. like really resonate with us on a, on a whole new level at that time as well. Um, Completely. It's yeah. like those things are like reminders that the person was living a life and they're not now, but also that like, they didn't necessarily want the life to come to an end. They may not, like it gives the impression that like they, had everything there to live another to live longer, you know what I mean? They live a few more days, a few more weeks, a few more months, a few more years, whatever. Like this person in this case, I can't speak to the stuff that your man brought back for you, from your grandma's, of course. But like the fact that they've um, you know got contraceptive pills implies that they were going to use them, and like I feel like seeing those items would give you the make you realize that life's been cut short. Yeah, and I suppose in a in a way like you're never ready for it or whatever, but those reminders like it's a horrible uh thought absolutely it's a horrible thing and it's it's almost like no matter what age or um or you're never kind of ready for that that kind of that experience of like you losing your life or like being end of life or whatever um and you certainly the last thing on your mind during the the kind of dying process is to um to worry about your possessions and kind of what was in your bag and things like that. It's, it's never something you would clear out thinking, oh, like I better get rid of this before I die because someone else is going to have to go through them. And the beauty of that in a way is that there will be things that were authentic to, to your living life that kind of still remain after you're gone. And I think that that's also what makes it so much harder to like 
throw those things away and decide what to to kind of keep and what to discard um and i, I mean from that video um i know i, I did this with a, a previous podcast as well but um there was literally one um one comment that i thought like the the articulated it so well and i thought that clearly other people have had this same kind of experience um with the the kind of wooden bag experience but um so i'll just read it out but it, it was so my mum died a couple of years ago going through her crappy old wheelie bag was one of the most heartbreaking journeys of my life granny pants a little receipt a box with costume jewelry a bus timetabled timetable sorry unopened letters to my brother it all seems to sum to nothing until someone like Richard Dawson comes along and manages to give these insignificant mementos their dignity and anguish and I thought like that is really nail on the head like that's what the song means for me it might not even be its intention but that's really um what I thought was a real genius or brilliance of the song um Another thing, like obviously the, the song itself, all it is really powerful and, and things like that, and the, the way it's sung is brilliant, but the the lyrics they're so descriptive and like you mentioned it like straight away, he doesn't gloss over anything, he doesn't try and make something sound um kind of it, it doesn't try and dignify them. It it they naturally dignify themselves by the authenticity in a way. Um if that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Um, Definitely. I feel he, he almost like gives respect to the items and and the person that accumulated them, I suppose, um, which I think is is really special. Um, so yeah, I mean, whenever I listen to to Richard Dawson, I mean, I wouldn't say that that's particularly my my favorite song, but it's a song that really strikes uh, like an emotional chord with us, and I thought it'd be like an interesting um song to to have this kind of discussion about because i don't know if have you ever had like songs like that where you kind of deeply associate it with like a not necessarily the loss of a, a person but like a, a memory that is so kind of raw or something that can even make you think about it yeah yeah definitely um i was considering doing an episode on this song but i probably wouldn't because like i don't know like it's not really I, I couldn't, I couldn't, there's no, I don't know. I just don't feel like I want to talk about it on here, but like on yeah. as a, as own episode, I don't want to dedicate an episode to it, but the song was, uh, was, uh, um, Fall From Grace by, uh, Future Islands. Okay. And like, yeah. I remember, um, that summer when one of me and one of my girlfriends broke up, which I'm sure you remember well. Yeah. Um, we, we, my brother was also having a breakup at the time. He had just got into Future Islands at the time. And like, we were both hammering that song. Um, and every time I hear it, it just like reminds us of, of that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I think it's a great song, but like, I would never really listen to it, I guess now. Like, I, like, I think like they've got better songs and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, the way, like, I think it's a special, I don't know. It's special for that reason. Yeah, if that's what you mean. Yeah, it it carries its own weight in the the kind of shared memory that you had with your your brother, I suppose, as well as the experience yeah, you had yeah. personally. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like the heartbreaking thing was like listening to it, 
knowing that like what he and empathizing with what he was going through because I knew he was having the same experience as me. So it was like, I feel rotten. And then it was, it was just like 10 times worse knowing that he was also feeling rotten at the same time. Yeah. Um, and that's also like kind of how I felt watching that video because like almost I'm empathizing with him who seems to be like agonizing over this experience he's had yet him kind of unwittingly is relating to all of us who are having the same experiences every day or um, like with family members I'm sure everyone loses loved ones along the line and um, I just think like it's a really special song especially if you know someone that's going through something like that um, to be able to share that song might give a bit of like context or um, it might not to be fair but like having something in the locker to share with someone that might kind of share the load or share the burden a little bit of carrying that grief um, is something good to have in your locker, I think. Um, and like, if I knew someone that was going through something like that and I thought might appreciate that song, then I'd, I'd that that would be up there, like with one of them that would be like, you know, this would, could really help you through this. Um, but I know everyone has different opinions in, in that sense and it might not connect with everyone, but um, for me personally, I think it's a really powerful song. Definitely. Yeah. I think uh, even if even if not, like the having listened to it, thinking about the experience that he's had. I think you said once upon a time it was his it was his mom that he's referring to in the song. Uh, like his mother. Yeah, I mean that's what I interpreted. I don't know if that's ever been um like confirmed or not. Uh, um okay. but yeah, yeah, that yeah. was my understanding of it and I think even if it's not, like it could easily fit into any sort of loved one. Um, or even a character that he's invented who is grieving someone else. I don't know. A hundred percent. Either way, like it, as you said, it's irrelevant. Uh, it's gave me a bit of empathy for for your experience, your mom's experience, and his experience, or the character's experience, whatever. Okay. Um, when you just think about, like you say, like when you just think about your loved ones and the the little trivial things they'll have, and like the thought of going through it, knowing that they're not gonna that it's not their possession anymore. It's <laughs> in a, in like that. It's a horrible thought and then that comment like you said earlier like the thought of like seeing a little receipt and um seeing the things that would have like i don't know it's, it's it gives you a lot of empathy and a lot of gratitude for the fact that the people that you love may still be around if they are um yeah um, so so thank, thank from my point of view thank you for sharing it no you're very welcome um and i hope anyone else who, who decides to listen to it enjoys it as well um yeah so i don't know if you want to if you want to wrap it up this week uh i think i wrapped it up last week i'll happily delegate <laughs> okay cool uh well yeah thanks uh for anyone who is listening uh i hope you enjoyed it like i say and definitely definitely check out richard dawson um if you haven't listened to this particular song wooden bag then definitely um check out his other stuff because he's, he's got such a wide array of, of music um and for someone that isn't a household name um, if you're into that kind of music, honestly, it's a rabbit hole you want to you want to go down for sure. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, you can find us on YouTube where you can watch the podcast um, and you can also find us um, <laughs> through any audio um, podcasting networks. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you'll find us one way or another. Uh, obviously, you found us right now yeah. so you can find us again. <laughs>
And also, I forgot to mention in previous episodes, we have got a playlist of all the songs that we've uh, that we've covered on the on the series so far in a Spotify playlist, which is in the YouTube, which will be in like the YouTube description or the yeah. podcast platform description or whatever. Um, yeah. So if you want to listen to the songs as well, they're in there, and I'm sure we'll link the song in the description as well of each individual video. Um, if you do want to go down that rabbit hole, <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah. Well, thanks again, Dave, for sharing. That was uh, quite a like a hard topic, and uh, and oh uh, yeah, I really appreciate you being open and honest, just like Richard Dawson himself. <laughs> thanks, man. <laughs> I, I enjoyed sharing it. Cool. Then uh, I'll see you next week. We'll do, man. See you later.